Hey, I'm Adi. And I'm Savannah, and we're the Politos. We're here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today we're talking about in-law syndrome. I want to talk about a little pet peeve I have. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Slash a hot take. Let's do it. Okay, so we were watching a show recently, a reality show. Uh Uh-huh. And somebody said something, which is not unique to this person. It's a common thing that people say. Huh. And I just want to just say that it bothers me, that I find it annoying. Uh Uh-huh. And I might be wrong. Like, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Other people can tell me if I'm wrong. That's fine. I'm just telling you my, like, instinctual reaction to people saying this is, like, being annoyed. Okay. Let's do it. What is it? So this is whenever the topic of, like, having children comes up. Okay. And people, um, usually this is, like, a married couple, like, a young married couple or, like, a single woman whenever she's talking about, I mostly hear this from women, although I have actually, now that I'm thinking about this, I did actually in real life, not too long ago, hear a uh, man, a husband say this. Okay. Um, And that is this whole thing of like, well, once we, um, once we have a house, once we own a house, once we have a bigger house, Uh um, or once we have, like once we're more established in our careers. Uh Um, so kind of this, basically there's different forms of it, but basically attaching, like having to have some uh, like (laughs) random level of material, yeah. like success mm-hmm. before having a baby. Mm-hmm. And I find it for some reason really annoying. Yeah. Um, and also I feel like it's rooted in a false like belief. Mm-hmm. I don't think that babies really need <laughs> you to have like a big house. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Of course, I think it's true to, I mean, I think it's good to stop and think about like, okay, if we have a baby, then will we be able to like provide for the baby, keep keep the baby safe, make sure, you know, Mm -hmm. of course, those are like questions that you should be asking just, you know, just like with any decision you're going to make, that's obviously a huge one. Yeah. So, of course, but this specific idea that like you have to make this certain amount of money or have a certain like... Just a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I think it's really rooted more in kind of this like materialistic, like American dream mentality. Yeah. Of like, well, first you you get married and you you know you climb the corporate ladder and have this like um, this level of wealth, and mm-hmm. then you get the the family with like the white picket fence, and that's the American dream. Yeah. And. I don't think that that's necessarily a good mentality to have about having children. Yeah. You know? Totally. What are your thoughts? I agree with you. Uh, we've heard this before. I think I've gone on Facebook or in person. Yeah, I heard somebody once. recently say this in person. Yeah, I think I remember someone saying this in person as well. I think like, we're thinking about the same person. I can't, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think. This person said, like, oh, yeah, my bank account won't let me have, like, a baby. Yeah. (laughs) It is crazy. Um, Obviously, you can have kids regardless of what physical things you have. Yeah. Or don't have. Money being one of them. The house, the size of it. So, yeah, I do hear you with that. It could be very... I do hear you that it can be annoying, and I understand that it's your pe- peeve. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> but I'm asking, like, what you think. Well, I guess you just said. Yeah. I do agree that it is annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's fine if you don't. I was just curious. No, I, I got annoyed. At something very similar to this mm-hmm. and, and regarding, like, oh, I can't have this, or I can't do this or that. Mm-hmm. We talked about that before, right? Like, oh, I'm not, I can't go out and live life because I have kids, yeah. or I can't buy this one thing because we have kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've also heard, yeah, like I, I can't have kids because, mm-hmm. like, I don't have X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So it's, 
I don't know. It's uh, definitely annoying. Um, you know, anything is possible if you don't have to have, you know, and, and going back to that, right, consumerism, I think that that's a big part of it. Yeah. Okay, well, based on what I've seen, heard, you need your bank account to be triple or double of what, what you have now mm-hmm. and, and all this stuff. You got to, you know, make sure I have a bigger house, right? Like, it's doable to have a kid with any material or financial status that you have. Yeah. You know, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, it, it is it is annoying. Yeah. And obviously, I'm talking about when people are saying this, when they're already, like in a stable position not like if yeah. somebody's really struggling and they're saying like oh i don't know if i should like right have yeah. a child right now i that that's not what i'm talking about at all right yeah um but yeah that's it just wanted to uh, get that off my chest because <laughs> i heard it like i said i heard it the other day on tv and i, I just re- was reminded of like oh yeah people say that all the time and it really bothers me because <laughs> i just think it's silly and i think we just need to like reshape the way that we think about like success and children and what family means and mm-hmm. what the purpose of life is really yeah totally you know 100 percent. so yeah what about you what about me I, I do have pet peeves well i had speaking of like hot takes i we had like i had some hot takes um written down um that i was gonna say like years ago like on maybe Instagram. On huh? Instagram. I said one. One of them was that some kids' Bob songs are better than the actual original songs. <laughs> what was the one? Oh, yeah. We were listening to Old Town Road. Yeah. The kids' Bob version of Old Town Road. Yeah. And that slaps. Yeah. Yeah. That song is yeah. really good. The last one that I said, I think, on the podcast, then I cut it. This mm. was like 50 episodes ago because I thought I was being too, like... I don't know my 50 delivery. episodes ago. I thought this was like 10 episodes ago. No. Wasn't it at this house? I can't remember, but it was about trucks. Yeah, I thought that was recent, but maybe well, not. I think we've, we've lived here like 50 episodes ago. <laughs> that's 50, 50 weeks. 50 weeks. That's almost that's a year. That's almost a year. So we haven't quite lived here for 50 episodes, okay, okay. but uh, whatever. I mean, 50 more or less. Okay, it was maybe like 20. No, no. 30. It can't be 20. It doesn't matter. The okay, point whatever. is, this was a while ago. It was ago. a while ago. I kept this hot take because I thought, okay, I think I didn't deliver it properly. And I don't want people to get mad at me. <clears throat> the hot take is about trucks. Okay. Okay. So I'm not saying this hot take is not about like every single truck driver. Like, not, not like the tr- tr- no, truck, truck driver, but people trailer. who drive trucks. Yeah. 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 Like pickup trucks. Yeah. Yeah. So when Four I say wheelers. this. I don't know if we're about fours. I don't know. Yeah, for a, a pickup truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pickup truck. Okay. So I'm not saying. So this hot take is not about <laughs> like every single person that owns a truck. You're just going to generalize and stereotype them. Yes. <laughs> so it, and I'll explain. Okay, so this one I'm going to explain. Okay. Okay. So my hot take was and is that there are bad truck drivers like. I don't think it's a hot take. I think it's a, this is just like a like a fact. Like mm-hmm. on the highway, on the highway, whenever you see a truck, I get very annoyed because mm-hmm. most of the time they they do the annoying things that typical truck drivers do. I agree. And that is. They're right behind you. They tailgate you. They have super bright lights. They go very fast. Yeah, and and they're, then they they're like, very impatient. They cut you off. Super impatient. They cut you off. Yeah. So then once they're behind you, they they know that you're not gonna turn, um, or whatever. They then they merge to to the right lane, assuming you're that you're in the like fast lane or whatever. You're they merge and they they try to like really cut you off. Right? Yeah. They go and they like zip around you. Super close, like they yeah. don't give you enough room. Yeah. Yeah. No, as a former truck owner, I agree with you. Yeah. So they they do all that stuff. I forgot what the original hot take was. Like it was a statement, but yeah. Uh, the bottom line is that I'm very annoyed uh, at these truck drivers. Yeah, and obviously it's not everyone, but I think no. that if you see somebody on the road doing something obnoxious. It, more often than not, it's going to be somebody driving a pickup truck. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, okay, so now this, all these like behaviors that we see about yeah. these annoying truck drivers is they make good truck drivers look bad. Yeah. Right? Because we know there's a lot of good truck drivers out there. Mm-hmm. People who own trucks, right? And yeah. it's just like very annoying uh, just to know like how loud they are, how obnoxious they could get on yeah. the road. And they're not great drivers because they like <laughs> drive way over the speed limit and they cut you off. They honk at you. They have super mm-hmm. bright lights. They're obnoxious again. So they have all these like, they meet all these like criteria of a bad, obnoxious driver. Yeah. And I think uh, my theory, as I'm thinking about this right now, is that it isn't the truck that makes you a obnoxious driver. It's, I think it's that maybe, <laughs> this might be too far. Maybe people who already have the tendency to oh yeah be that kind of a driver are more likely to buy trucks oh yeah yeah and and that that kind of goes into uh, what I normally say then now you started to say it every time we see a big truck pass pass us <laughs> yeah. and we say take away the truck and what are you which is from Iron Man yeah right yeah so yeah Captain Captain America says to Iron Man like take away your suit and what are you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, take away your truck and what are you? If you're listening to it, to this, if you're an obnoxious driver, um, truck driver. I'm sure a lot of people could relate. I'm not saying, again, that every single person that owns a right. truck is obnoxious. But if you are listening to this and you do drive a truck, take a moment, reflect, and think, am I the drama? <laughs> yeah. I think the, the original hot take was that some of these truck drivers don't belong on the road whoa like they should just not be allowed <laughs> to drive yeah I yeah hear you. i hear you okay so let's get on to the needy greedy i think that our whole episode today is just uh things that are like slightly controversial yeah. slightly might offend people i'm not yes. not sure because we we didn't even plan on really having these like hot takes but no, that no. happened to be the <laughs> Yeah, you think okay. Here, this whole episode is a hot take. Here we basically. go. <laughs> you think that this episode is going to make it to the best of two hundred episodes? I don't know. How can I predict <laughs> that at this point? How could, how could we make this episode we, be in the best of? We haven't even recorded it yet. <laughs> I know. Don't get out of yourself. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying is that we take the best little bits of each, most of the episodes uh-huh. and put it in the best of. Right. What's your point? I'm just saying that. Since we know that this is going to be crazy, uh huh. What can we do to have like a good clip <laughs> of this? Oh my episode? gosh! Don't no, you're making this too <laughs> meta. I'm kidding. All I'm saying is this whole episode is basically a hot take. Right. It is. So, so go ahead, talk about it. So, but don't take forever getting to your point. No, I'm not. <laughs> so this episode is brought to you by the history of. How people, we as a society in America, I'm not saying this about the whole world, Mm -hmm. but as a main society, how we view in-laws. Okay. Okay. This is what the episode is about. You might already have the idea of like, yep, like the media, people, talk, view, represent in-laws in a bad negative way. That is the, the, the... the uh, thesis right. of of this uh, topic. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you reasons. I'm going to give you examples. I'm going to give... I want to talk about, like, what can we do? Are you going to give us any science? Any science? I think so. <laughs> so for, for the next, like, 30 minutes, I'm going to try my best to um, just break it down. And uh, let's, let's do it. So I... Wanted to talk about this for over a year now. Um, ever since I think last, last, uh, ever since last Thanksgiving, I was like, I think this is a good thing, a good topic to talk about during this time, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people now should be listening to this right after Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. They should be, <laughs> not should, but they better be. They better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that this episode comes out after Thanksgiving, yeah. so um, this doesn't necessarily fit. <laughs> 
like the bill with Thanksgiving, but it kind of does. And with like just the holidays, the holidays in general, yeah. right? A lot of people are coming over to visit, right? A lot of in-laws are coming that you maybe haven't seen in a while or mm-hmm. seen every every day or whatever. Yeah. Um, the point is there's just family gathering, yeah. right? So um, it's a little too late to talk about Thanksgiving like that, of this year that just happened, <laughs> but uh, let's reflect on it. It is, again, a very apparent to the big, bigger society that in-laws are viewed as the other, as like the, the, the alien of the group. Um, and we see that through jokes, through like comedians, through uh, movies, through TV shows, whenever there's an in-law or like, especially the mother-in-law, right? There's yeah. that joke of like, oh, like, yeah, my mother-in-law, like with my eyes, right? So that's very clear that a lot of people talk about that, uh, about in-laws in that way, joke about that in that way. Um, and I don't know, what, what is it? What, what's, what's the whole big deal about that? You know, like, what, what, do, you, what do you think? Well, I, I think, first of all, that there is a distinction between, like, the way that society kind of talks about, like, the mother-in-law and the father-in-law versus, mm-hmm. like, yeah. sister-in-law and brother-in-law. I think there's a difference there. Yeah. And I think that the main sort of negative connotation is put on mother-in-law and father-in-law. Mm-hmm. Especially mother-in-law. Yeah. This has been going on, I think, for a long time, like, you know in sitcoms and things like that mm-hmm. you know all these jokes being made like at the expense of the specifically the mother-in-law right yeah um, and in-laws in general mm-hmm. and you know it's kind of funny yeah but then it's like well at what point though has this really started to kind of impact our way that we view right. people yeah but as far as the reason why i think I don't know. I think it just comes down to sort of all of a sudden having a lot of people in your life who you didn't necessarily choose. Mm -hmm. And they're now maybe like a big part of your life to one, you know, one extent or another. Mm -hmm. And just having like personalities clash or things that maybe you don't agree with or don't particularly love about um, a person or people and yet having to kind of um, quote unquote, like put up with them because yeah. of your spouse. Yeah. Um, so I think it really just comes down to like being, finding something that's like frustrating or irritating about this person and not like being able to fully kind of accept them. Yeah. Are you saying that it's e- like, would you say that it's easier sometimes to find a, like a reason to, to kind of like not like this in-law because you don't have, you have, you haven't spent too much time with them as, as, Maybe. as a family member, as a bio family and that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that especially with like the whole mother-in-law thing, I think that there's this idea of like, Oh, you know, like the, that the spouse is like, Oh, maybe too dependent on their, their mom or, um, I don't know, even like a jealousy there of like Mm -hmm. the relationship between like the, your spouse and their mom. Yeah. And wanting to kind of like come in between that and you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's sort of the general like sentiment out there Mm -hmm. is that in-laws tend to be just like people that you have to kind of put up with. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And we can only talk about, um, we could go only we could only go as far as talk about b- things that we've seen right mm-hmm. in the world uh, because we obviously we don't have that experience to as, as, as the parents interacting with like in-laws. Right. Wait, um, what do you mean? Like, like being a, being a mother-in-law. Mo- yeah, father-in-law? Yeah. yeah. Obviously, but yeah. we have in-laws. We do. Um, but I'm also trying to like be in the shoes of like a like a father, and like I can only like imagine of like, oh, that's yeah. what I would want to do and see and stuff. Yeah. In my relationship as the father-in-law. Right. That makes sense. Uh, I don't want to forget this. I do want to bring the up the book, the um, the Jeff Jefferson Besky. 
Bethke. Bethke book. I always mess it up. Um, that book, what's it called? Take Back Your Family. Take Back Your Family. And I want to bring up a point um, from that book. And that big that book is is mainly talks about uh, teams, right? It's like family teams, yeah. Seeing your family as a team, right? It mainly talks about the like the nuclear family, right? Like the siblings and the the mom and dad, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't talk about like the the in laws adding adding people in. They, I think it well, mentions it a little bit. He talks a lot about the extended family, not just the nuclear family, but he doesn't specifically touch on in laws a lot. Yeah. And um I just wanna kinda like talk about that the theme of like teams and bring yeah. bring it in, bring it here in this like topic yeah. of in laws because obviously that fits in that whole like big picture of, of seeing every single person that walks into your family as, as a team member, mm-hmm. including the in-laws. Yeah. And I, th- I thought that was a really good um, point. And like, I think it's a good new, like it, it's a good perspective to have whenever an uh, in-law walks into your family. Yeah. Whether you are the parent-in-law, the, the sibling-in-law, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like whenever you, a, an in-law walks into your family and and it's sealed through marriage, like this is you know going to be a long-term forever thing. Yeah, it's cool to to see the see them as a, a a team member. Right, right. That someone that this person has walked into that to that family with something new, with all these values and all this like new perspective that team never had. Yeah. As I thought about this topic i thought about like a a uh, sport team right mm-hmm. um and it, it makes perfect sense when whenever we we see an in-law coming to the to the um to the family like the the team mm-hmm. um i kind of picture it as like having a uh like a draft day yeah like drafting someone right draft drafting this like in-law and through like through the basketball drafting and like football drafting mm-hmm. uh, uh, team like day, there there's a lot of like people involved in, in making this like draft happen. Yeah. Uh, in this case, there's just one person that that selects this uh, partner, <laughs> right? True. But um, but whenever this person is selected, right, uh, and uh, brought into the house for the first time and met through the first time this person like i think i believe that brings like excitement Mm -hmm. to the team um freshness and i think that they also add to the vision and the mission of the of the team Mm -hmm. yeah now so like put all those things into perspective of of a team of an actual like sport like basketball team right yeah like whenever i think about like oh yeah the the warriors the basketball team have drafted this rookie into the team uh, i hear about like from the coach through the management through the other uh pl- team players how like valuable that that rookie is and what new things they bring in into the the table mm-hmm. right and i think we could use similar like mentality when it comes to an in-law saying yeah. like this this person in-law is brand new to the to the family mm-hmm um and and they bring something valuable to the family yeah uh you know and and i think that they also add to the to kind of the mission statement of the family and i thought about that like the what's like the the mission or like if the vision of, of a family obviously every single family out there has different visions and mm-hmm. stuff but i think that that i could maybe answer like for the big big vision of of each family and i think that is to live a long life together in, in between like live and long i would add like an adjective maybe or two and each maybe family would add their own different like adjective mm-hmm. live in a fun long life together yeah. live a i don't know uh fruitful lo- long yeah. life together you know mm-hmm. i think that the the big vision uh, of each family is to is to live a long life together yeah right mm-hmm. what do you what, what do you think yeah i mean i had never really thought about it in those terms but i think that that makes sense. And I think that your analogy of the 
you know, the rookie and like the draft day is really good. And, and I was thinking about like, yeah, what if that rookie was sort of treated the way that a lot of times people view in-laws and yeah. like, I think that in order for the team to be successful, when that rookie or when that new draft comes in, mm -hmm. like there is no, there's no like halfway about it. Like yeah. they're, they're not kind of part of the team. Mm -hmm. They're not like, yeah, they're wearing the jersey, but they're kind of just like over there in the corner and we don't really talk about them. Yeah. Like we don't talk about Bruno. Mm -hmm. Like there's not. It, that's not an option. Like they have to be fully part of the team right? and they might have a different role than your like Steph Curry, who's been there for so long. <laughs> yeah. So they might have, you know, play a different role. Yeah. They might not be like the center of attention or whatever. And that's okay, but they're not, they're still just as valuable and they're not like halfway part of the team mm -hmm. you know and i think if we took a different perspective and and the team the members of the team who were already there and established were kind of like oh yeah like we'll we'll see like we'll see if they're if they're worthy and that's how they mm -hmm. like treated them throughout the whole first season or whatever that's not going to be a very successful team and that's going yeah. to really mess up like the culture of that team mm -hmm. if they're seeing some of the members as like not fully accepted as part of the team. Yeah. I also think, I'm not sure if this is like too early for me to bring this up because this is kind of my like uh -huh. um, main sort of point about this whole thing. Okay. I think that the, my, I mean, my theory, and I'm, I'm not trying to like get on a soapbox and like make this some big like high and mighty thing <laughs> at all. But my theory when it comes to this is that Part of the problem is probably the way that marriage is viewed mm -hmm. by by our society. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and that marriage is not necessarily valued in the same way that it maybe used to be, mm -hmm. and in the way that maybe it should be. Mm -hmm. Um, if you think about, you know, like we talked about, how I think a lot of the sort of general societal like acceptance of this idea came from, you know, like TV shows and comedian, like sitcoms and comedians mm -hmm. and stuff. I think in those same TV shows and those same comedy shows or whatever, you would hear a lot of like jokes about divorce too. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's not, that's not a coincidence, mm -hmm. but that the, devaluing of marriage and seeing marriage as something that isn't that big of a deal that it's mm -hmm. often just very temporary it can be kind of like thrown out very easily um and again we've talked about this before i probably don't need to say this but i'm not saying that that divorce is never right. necessary that's not what i'm saying but mm -hmm. um i think that marriage isn't valued mm -hmm. very highly by our society mm -hmm. um i think if you if you see marriage that way, then it makes sense that you wouldn't really see in-laws as part of the family. Right. And you wouldn't really have that same view of like, okay, you are, you're here um, forever and you are a hundred percent part of this team, just like people who are born into this team. Mm -hmm. That makes perfect sense that you wouldn't see it that way if marriage is seen as something that is just very not a big deal and is often just temporary. Yeah. So I think that really is kind of a big a big part of the the issue. Yeah. And then I also want to and we can come back to this. I'll I'll let you kind of like tell me what <laughs> you think about that, but I also want to talk about well, never mind, just React. <laughs> Tell me what you think about that. And then I have another point, but go ahead. Yeah, hopefully you don't forget. Um, no, I got it. It's in the vault. <laughs> uh, I 100% agree with you. I think that marriage is, we have to go back to that. That the, That's kind of the the main um, uh, thing that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. That if you don't value marriage, then you're not going to really value people who are married. And that's in-laws, right? You're not really going to see them as like, well, 
you're here forever, just like the the bio family, yeah. bio family members are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and yeah, I think that that's interesting, right? To to note and to be aware of. It's like we should see them as like a a, a forever uh, element in 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 this like team. Yeah, that they're going to like learn and grow together, and uh, they're going to be able to be be a really well functioning member of of the team i'm Mm -hmm. kind of going back to like a basketball yeah right like this rookie that has been here for like the first year like the the hope the whole hope of the of the team is for them to to rise up and to be kind of like a steph curry yeah and and i think that um we need to allow these in-laws to to get there right Mm -hmm. like the only difference between i think a a bio member and a in-law member is the (laughs) <laughs> the the years yeah that's what i was gonna say the right? length of time that yeah. they've been on the team yeah and so whether that's like a 10 year difference a 20 year difference right mm-hmm. like they should still be as valued equally valued because at the end of the day they're they're a team yeah right and that's one thing that i'm like really want to like 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 focus on is like i don't think it's fair for for us as a society to treat uh um these two individuals differently mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, these are team members. Yeah. They, these are a family right together. And, and um, I don't think it's fair for the in-laws. Like it's not fair for them because they didn't choose to, to be like 20 years of, you know, not knowing them. Yeah. Right. And, and so they, they, they came along when they had to come along. Right. Um, and, and be part of the family. So I think again, going back to like what, how do you feel when you when you get like a team, uh, someone in a way kind of drafted like in law uh, in the family for the first time? I think it does bring a lot of excitement, and it should. Yeah, we should be excited and and uh, celebrate with the uh, with um your son and daughter that just got married. I meant to mention that that I think that's a really good point you bring up about like the initial response usually is excitement, mm-hmm. but then I think what can happen a lot of times is then it's like. Oh, this person's sort of like on um, in like their probation period, or they're like yeah. they're kind of on thin ice, or like they have to prove themselves yeah. to be able to be fully part of the team. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's the way that it's supposed to work, and that mm-hmm. doesn't create a like it doesn't create an environment for them to be able to grow as part totally. of the family. Yeah, you should be able to uh, allow yourself as the parent-in-law, as the sibling-in-law to give yourself a lot of time to to learn mm-hmm. this individual right like how they function how they act and everything around people by themselves and all that stuff like and you need a lot of uh, grace as well because um there might be some things you're like oh i didn't know about this and like, yeah. i don't like that or whatever but um like i don't know you just all that you also have to ask yourself like how would i react if my bio like uh brother and sister uh did this or that you know, would I say, okay, well, I'm going to, you're done with me. Like, no, it's like, you know, you're with them forever yeah, for the long haul, right? Yeah. So um, I think that you also, um, again, you have to give yourself that time to to get to know them. That, that I think time is, is the biggest factor here because that's what we have given the, the bio kids, just time. Yeah. Right? Be, being with, with them and doing life together, you also have to give the in-laws time. Yeah, and I think... Um, there's a part of this that is just very human and it's a very normal thing, I think, mm-hmm. to have more trust, more whatever towards the people that you have known longer. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's normal. And I'm not, we're not, I don't think that we can expect people to just be like robots and just, right. you know, feel, yeah. have all these emotions like mm-hmm. in an instant. And mm-hmm. that's okay. It's not about, like, the emotional part of it. No. Because I'm thinking about, like, going back to, like, the Warriors, like, or a, a team. Mm-hmm. Not that that's not saying that that's the perfect analogy, but I'm just thinking, like, if you have a Steph Curry who makes a huge mistake, mm-hmm. you know, that, like, costs them a game, mm-hmm. I think it is a lot easier to forgive and like mm-hmm. move on from that whereas if it was the rookie who was like you know th- was kind of out there for like one of the first times and mm-hmm. trying to prove himself 
and he makes that that same mistake, yeah, it's going to have a lot bigger of an impact on him because yeah. pe- the team doesn't know him as well, and he mm-hmm. doesn't have that like history. Mm-hmm. And so I think that is similar. That yeah. and it's it's not fair. Mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. but it is natural i think for people mm-hmm. to respond that way mm-hmm. but i think the important part is like feel your feelings mm-hmm. you can't stop yourself from feeling that initial mm-hmm. like frustration or whatever or not trusting maybe the in-law as much or whatever mm-hmm. feel your feelings like that's okay but recognize it and realize like oh, wait a second, if this had been somebody else, maybe I wouldn't be mm-hmm. responding this way. Mm-hmm. And so it's not about, like, you know, expecting all of these feelings or whatever to just be manufactured right from the beginning, but mm-hmm. realizing, like, how can I every day see this person more and more as truly a member of this family and truly a permanent part of this team, mm-hmm. right? Totally, you know, because yeah. we've talked about this before, how, like, yeah, that is normal yeah. to feel that way. It is. Yeah. You know? And, again, I think that you have to give yourself that time to yes. to learn. Yes, that's and a really good you, point. You have to be willing, willing to want mm-hmm. to to do all that stuff, whether you feel awkward about it or you feel, like, strange or whatever. Like, would you feel awkward and strange about, uh, like, interacting with, with, your, with your, like, son, like, your bio son? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Right, so we you have to give that effort to to reach out, you know, and, yeah. and that's the only way you are able to learn and grow together and have that in law be. I don't know, just that that would like um, encourage them more to to be to be more established, you know, in the in the family. Yeah. The thing I was going to bring up is something. Um, it's kind of circling back to something that we talked about like several months ago. When we talked about, there was an episode where we talked about like seeing extended family for the first time Mm -hmm. in a while. Mm -hmm. And a point that I think I was making on that episode that I feel like might have been a little bit jumbled, a little rambly, but I kind of want to return to it that I feel like just the phrase of like, well, their family and like saying, oh, they're their family, it means something, but it doesn't mean everything. Mm -hmm. That was kind of something that we talked about in that episode. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is there is value in just the fact that somebody is part of your family. Mm -hmm. And I think that you should, or at least to me, this doesn't have to apply to everybody, but for me, like that means something. And so I do put a special like value on a relationship with somebody simply because they're part of the family. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that they get, that they can just do whatever they want because, mm-hmm. oh, they're part of the family. It doesn't mean that they can like disrespect your boundaries or mm-hmm. um, demand like certain things from you, whether that's time or mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? So like yeah, it, yeah. you can draw boundaries with people in your family and you can draw different, boundaries with different people based on your, you know, history and based on your level of comfort and things like that. But when we, t- but when I think about the value that I place on a relationship with a family member, I think that that has to include a family member, no matter how they came to be part of the family, mm-hmm. whether that's biologically through marriage through or through any other means Mm -hmm. and so i just wanted to kind of bring that up again you know like that just in the same way that a biological family member doesn't just get unlimited access to you and it's okay to draw those boundaries but you still value them because they're part of your family like that's this i feel like that's the same relationship that you should have with Mm in-laws does that make sense percent yeah we should establish those boundaries and stuff with with your with your bio like sibling or whatever or like bio parent, just as much as with the in law. Mm-hmm. Again, we should be careful of like okay, how are we treating them differently, right? Mm-hmm. The the in law versus the the um your child that you had since day one. Like, yeah, 
are we and then the why are we mm-hmm. right is it just because it's easier or like you don't want to like really invest the time the effort with the in-law um do you see them as the other right mm-hmm. they wronged you once you know wronged you twice like what is it yeah um i think that we need to um check check our our hearts and uh and and really um understand like what what is it about that that, that it's hard for you to have have that good balance mm-hmm. I kind of want to go back a little bit as far as um, when we were talking about, um, well, I guess just the big picture of like treating, you know, uh, the in-laws differently and stuff. It's important to to not note all this stuff, right, that we're talking about that like there's, as a society, there's a big difference how we view in-laws, right, than um, our own um, like bio siblings or um parents or whatever Mm -hmm. and i want to bring up like when drama comes into the family like you said like when a rookie comes and like mess things up or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like it is hard and it's a little different Mm -hmm. but like when drama comes into the family that is caused um by by the in-law how how are people reacting to that Mm -hmm. of course each situation is different if if we automatically think like bad about the in-law we assume the worst in them and and we're not assuming the worst in our own uh, children or whatever Mm -hmm. like what does that say you know um is it because just i don't know like what is it what is it about that and and so i I do want to ask like when drama comes into the family i think that that's when sad to say but i think that's when like true colors are shown Mm -hmm. right and that's when like your your values of, about family, your uh, mission, the vision, all that stuff gets tested. Gets gets tested. Yeah. In, in a way, conflict is is um, the spice of life. The spice of life. I was gonna say it's a beautiful thing, not in the moment. I would say right. Yeah. But I think like later on. Yeah. You you have to I think be thankful for the the conflicts and and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to say because like. You know, you might label conflict as like, um, uh, I don't know, you might say, well, this thing really, really happened. This bad thing happened. How could I say that's beautiful? But I'm saying like in the big picture, like we do need that, that um, the the sharpening of, you know, yeah. um, of our swords, of, of the iron, right? Um, because that, that that's what makes us um, better and, yeah. and we could hopefully do things better or whatever. So I think that we need to just uh, understand ourselves and, and, uh, and again, realize like, how how am I uh, uh, treating this in-law uh, differently than, than than this other person? Yeah. Uh, and why and how could we try to like even the odds? Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, each person that like to me, right? To us, like each person that walks into the 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 family is family. That's actually the little footnote that I wanted to put on to the end of this. That was a great uh, segue into it. <laughs> kind of the little yeah, like the little footnote is that. This is something that I think we care a lot about, not just because of in-laws, even though that mm-hmm. is a big part of it, but also because what of what you just said, that we would want everybody who walks into our family to be viewed as a valuable member of our family team. Mm-hmm. And that includes in-law, foster care, right, like yeah. foster children, adopted children, mm-hmm. and like stepchildren, half siblings, mm-hmm. like there's so many different um, ways that somebody might come to be part of the family. Mm-hmm. That's really important to us for for us to really see the value in each person as a member of that family team mm-hmm. and to check our own um, like biases and our own um like tendencies to maybe view somebody as like, oh, this person's like the MVP mm-hmm. and this person's kind of like, oh, well, they just got here. Like, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And really like kind of stop that and and start viewing everybody as extremely valuable and important. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I agree. We're kind of like now um, closing the, the episode. Um, this is not like, okay, here's this long rant of, of all this stuff. It's more like a... <laughs> I mean, it might be. It might seem that way. <laughs> it might. This is more kind of like introduction because I don't think that right. this topic is going to be done. And just because it's the holidays or whatever, once it's over... 
Yeah, you think so too? <laughs> um, you know, just because like it's after the holidays, like doesn't mean that this will end. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to put this episode here because well, Thanksgiving just happened. Yeah. Thanksgiving could be uh, tricky for some, mm-hmm. right? Some would be the best thing ever, but for some in-laws it might be tricky, right? Um, yeah. For that, for that in-law coming in and for the first time, or have you been there for five years, not really fitting in because of of the family, right? Um, mm-hmm. it, it is it is hard, and there's a lot of anxiety over over that dinner or whatever. Yeah. Um. So this is kind of episodes more like about saying like we see that. Right, like we we know that this is a real thing. Yeah, not a lot of people are really talking about this. This is more like a joke um, spread around the media at the expense of the in laws. Mm-hmm. Right, sometimes there's that that joke of like, oh, well, we're gonna put you through the ringer and see, yeah. you know, yeah, um, and like, oh, we'll keep our distance and kind of like, yeah, heal you out a little bit. Yeah, so that's just stupid. Yeah, and. and <laughs> And so, what you need is to to spend some time with these people mm-hmm. for them no longer to be uh, estranged to you, but to be a family to you. Yeah. Right. I mean, they automatically are family already. Right. But but uh, you need to to uh, to spend that time to be like, yeah, this is this is a family. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter when you got here, how long you got here, but at the end of the day, you still walk through those doors as a stranger. And now you're you're a family. Yeah. You know. So. Um, obviously it's, it's easy to talk about this stuff and like to say, yeah, this makes sense. But then, um, again, big picture, a lot of people don't, don't have this, uh, yeah. established. And also I think that I was just thinking like, I know that everybody has such different experiences and, mm-hmm. um, and just similar to like the whole divorce thing. I think, you know, if there's a person in your family, whether they're, uh, no matter how they got there, who's like. Mm-hmm. hurting somebody in the family or mm-hmm. being abusive or something like that, then of course that's not something to just accept and be like, well, they're part of the family. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean. Kind of going back to the whole, like being part of the family means something, but it doesn't mean everything. It doesn't mm-hmm. give you a pass. And so, you know, I, I'm sure there's people listening who have had that kind of experience where somebody co- joins the family through marriage and then causes like real damage. Right. And you know, that's not what we're, referring to here but i just wanted to make that point that like going back to what you said about like how do you respond when when something happens like you should respond the same way to somebody who is causing hurt and pain regardless of how you're related to them Mm -hmm. so if you're you know your child your you know person who you have known for so long is doing something that's not okay, they need to be called out about it just the same way that you would call out somebody who you don't know as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and uh, it was important to, to me to talk about this uh, for so many reasons. One would be um, would be that um, I've seen this around <laughs> yeah. Right, and it's so hard to not see that. Yeah. Another thing would be that I like to like have community and have like um, building a community and like make pe- making people involved. It's been it's been hard the past few years, but that's kind of like a big kind of uh, uh, thing that I that I enjoy. Yeah. And, and so when when that's not established in the family, it's like that just it's a bummer mm-hmm. to see that. Right. Yeah. And, and so, um, I think a lot of people are, are right now dealing with that, that yeah. they don't have an inclusivity mm-hmm. and there's not that community that, uh, that and they don't feel in, you know, yeah. and, and no matter what you're doing, they're still not fully in because you're, you're competing against like the experience that your partner has with the family. Yeah. But it shouldn't be a competition. No. So right? you shouldn't be competing against your own teammates. Yeah. I love how much how long we've kept this team analogy going, but I think it is a really good analogy. It is, I think. I think it is. Uh, I, you know, from the the draft day, <laughs> uh, that's like you know marriage, like the the wedding day or whatever. Uh, that draft day till they're 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 retiring with from that team, you know, which th- is death. death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that. You are a a team member with that same jersey, a diff- just a different number. Yeah, you know the same logo and everything, and, mm-hmm. and so uh, you 
you're part of that culture, you're part of that dynamic, you're part of that um, everything that yeah. has to do with family. So um, self-check will be like, hey, what are we doing to include our, our in-law, mm-hmm. our, our brother, sister, mother, father-in-law? Um, am I part of the problem? Am I? Am I the drama? Am I the drama? Uh, what's going on? You know. And yeah. So, in-laws need just time and and some mm-hmm. some craze. And just you know? a little love. Yeah, totally. All so, I needed was a little love. <laughs> so, um, I think that uh, that kind of wraps most of uh, everything here. Uh, yeah. I think it's a short episode. I, I don't know. Uh, I think it's. Average. average yeah short to average <laughs> so um i'm not going to spend a, more time talking about other stuff but yeah uh, we'll end it here i think it's a good start there's not the end um <laughs> and, and and if anyone of y'all out there related to this and said hey yeah like this is me man my family right now it's it's tough um then let us know or you know please send it to someone that might need it um, yeah yeah. How you do it suddenly would be like just share it on your Instagram or on your Facebook or anything. Yeah, but let us know. We, uh, I think this was, I don't know, maybe, maybe not, I'm not sure, but this was maybe a little bit more of a like harder subject to talk about, I guess. It is, yeah. That, I think that's also why it's a, it's just a short episode. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, you think it was a short episode? He's like, no, this is thing forever. Yeah, I think just because we have been wanting to talk about it and it definitely has the potential to like maybe step on toes. So it w- it is a little bit more like sensitive, I guess, just yeah. talking about family dynamics and stuff. So if you do relate to this in any way or if you think we like missed something, also let us know. Yeah, totally. I think there's some stuff that, some elements that we might have forgotten about. It doesn't mean that they're not important. It's just that we forgot. And as the Golden State Warriors say... Strength in numbers. See See you you next time. time. I had another take that the prequel Star Wars trilogy is better than the original. Star Wars oh, trilogy. that so, is a hot take. So I'm saying that episode one, two, and three is better than four, five, six. Dang, that's very controversial. Yeah, yeah. Not I'm not, not going to explain myself. Because I don't care. <laughs> but to other people, that's a the big deal. The last one...